Hey, how you doing? You are tuned into a brand new episode of The Talk With Q. And I really, really hope everybody had the chance to tune in last week to the live shows episode as we took, discussed, I just stuttered, stumbled, whatever the hell I did. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm tired. As we discussed molding a person, cheating. We talked about a whole bunch of stuff last week. The live show is really, really lit. So if you didn't have a chance to come by, make sure you tune in. The episode is on Apple Podcasts and Anchor. And, you know, just tune in, comment, suggest, whatever you feel, disagree, agree. Do you feel like you can mold a person that you're dating? Yes or no? Very simple. But, you know, we are at a brand new week, brand new topic, and a brand new guest. We have the beautiful Talia. I'm going to give her the opportunity to introduce herself. Hey, you guys. It's your girl, Talia. I'm 26 years old from Miami, Florida, singer and songwriter, and I'm here with Talk With Q. Oh, that was so nice. You had, like, a really nice introduction. <laughs> no, seriously, because normally when people talk, they'd be like, hey, what's to say? <laughs> what? And I'm like, talk about you. And I'd be like, well, this is what I do. Say your name. So that was nice. <laughs> I'm sorry to all the shade, everybody who's been on the show before. I'm talking about y'all. <laughs> but uh, as we start off every episode, we ask the magic question. I'm going to start pulling drum rolls right here. What is your relationship status? Dun, dun, dun. Uh, my relationship status is... I'm in a relationship. Um, yeah, I'm in a relationship. So how long have you been in a relationship? It's been, honestly, it's been nine years. Yeah. Next week. Nine years? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all get tired of each other? Yes and no. That's a long time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. My first boyfriend, we used to get for five years, and people used to be, like, looking at me like, nine years? Mm-hmm. But the beautiful thing about a relationship is, like, that's your person. Like, right. good and bad. It's like, after a while, I just be like, okay. I know what you're finna do. Mm-hmm. Like, I just know, I know you lying. I know mm-hmm. you. I just know you. So, for people, I don't know, like, people in this world that's single are probably in relationships that didn't make it to nine years yet, probably like a couple of months. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a long time. What's some advice you could give people on how y'all was able to stay together that long? That's a long time. Um, honestly, a communication, and you just have to have fun. You can't be boring. Yes. yes. Fun. Yes. Fun. Did you, you guys hear that? Fun. <laughs> fun. I'm throwing shots at some people. Fun. Because I was telling somebody that the other day, like sometimes in relationships, some people become boring it's like they get so accustomed and immune to the idea of the relationship yep. they forget that we're still friends that we still mm-hmm. supposed to have fun enjoy each other's company all exactly. that dull boring shit is for the birds exactly so um i don't know and just advice i can give from when i was in a long relationship um when my first relationship i was in it's yeah fun excitement just understand that your partner changes all the time. I hate people true. don't understand that we are evolving. Unless you date like a 40, 50-year-old man or woman, but we're still young. We still changing. We evolving each and every day. So just when your partner starts going through little phases and stuff like that, don't be so quick to shut them out or be so confrontational and just try to understand that everybody's changing. We still find ourselves. We're in our 20s. Hell, That's we ain't true. old yet. That's true. So that brings us to the conversation of this evening. Um, forgiveness in a relationship. Like, we have all been in those situations. Well, not, I can't say all. Majority of us have been in those situations where you dated someone and they done messed up. Whether it's been you, it's them. Because females, we ain't always perfect. Mm-hmm. And y'all still was together after that. So that's kind of how this topic came about. Like, because I was talking to somebody. Because y'all know all my topics come from scenarios. I was talking to somebody and they was telling me, um, 
that their significant other has did a lot of stuff to them, but they in that point in their relationship now where they don't go through that no more, but it's still problems based on the trust being gone from things that have happened years ago but of course that person still wants to be with that person I'm saying person Mm -hmm. but it's just like it's hard now it's it's hard like because they love each other things is way better but you still living in the past a little Mm -hmm. bit and it's hard to let that hurt go so what do you say about that topic Uh, I haven't been in a relationship before my ex-boyfriend he um, had a baby Are you? Mm -hmm. well not we broke up but after we broke up I found out that my friend at the time was pregnant by him. Now, this is somebody I used to cry on. Like, anything he'll do to me, I'm running to her like, oh, my God, he did X, Y, and Z, whatever. <gasps> then to find out that they had a child, it is what it is. It's like, you know, I can't be mad because it's, it's not like I still want him, but it's just the principle of how it went down. So with that, I to this day, I still don't forgive him, honestly. And then with the relationship I'm in now, we've done things to each other, not infidelity, but, like, it's been, like, You know, sometimes people get mad. They say disrespectful things and things like that. And I'm not proud. He's not proud. But in certain circumstances, like, we forgive, but we don't forget Mm -hmm. in a sense of I don't want it to happen again. So let's move this way so that we can avoid these type of problems. Mm -hmm. So I learned to forgive, but just don't be stupid about it. Don't let somebody keep. Like what they say, um, don't let the same snake bite you twice. So So what do you do in that situation where it's like, if this is me... <clears throat> this is me honestly asking the question like y'all know when y'all dealing with a person like when you said disrespect that hit home because we have all a lot of us has been in situations where it's like we dated a person that was just very disrespectful mm-hmm. when they get when they get upset or that's just their mannerism in mm-hmm. times when they don't know how to communicate mm-hmm. it's disrespect because yes. not trying to be funny a lot of times disrespectful people or people that's rude that don't it don't mean just it don't justify them being rude, but a lot of times people really don't know how to communicate, they and they just they feel Act acting angry. ignorant is better than just talking exactly. or just expressing their emotions in a mature manner. So it's like in that situation, do you think you could change someone from being disrespectful? They've been disrespectful their whole life. I mean, it comes it stems from honestly how they were brought up. So it depends. It all, um, it all depends. Thank you so so much. It all, it all comes from like, yeah, you're right. How a person was brought up. So mm-hmm. what if like they just been disrespectful forever? Mm-hmm. They rude to everybody. I don't think I can change them because they may be stuck, but they have to be willing to like. Okay, if this is somebody that I want to be with and I want to spend the rest of my life with. <clears throat> I know she doesn't like me talking to her like this, so I have to try my best to compromise. Mm-hmm. Like you should want to be better, especially. You know, if that's the person that you want to be with, like I said. So, I know I can't change them, but hopefully, you know, you talking to them and you trying to reach out like, hey, I know you're mad at the moment, but I'm here like that. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully they're willing to break that barrier down. So, what about in a situation where it's like um, infidelity? Mm. Cheating, that's such a... <laughs> we talked about that last week, kind of sort of on a black man don't cheat the week before last episode. Mm-hmm. And it's like... It's like... Everybody's not perfect, mm-hmm. but it's kind of complicated. Does that everybody not perfect comment justify cheating as no, well? No, it doesn't. I feel like, like I've talked to people too, and they'll tell me, "Oh, things just happen." But I feel like something had to, something had to happen in order for that to happen. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't just, boom. Okay, I cheated. You had to be communicating with this person, 
or y'all had to be meeting up, whatever it is, but something led up to that point. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you're going to cheat, what's the purpose of you being with that person? Like, just let them go so they don't have to go through that. Like, have you ever stayed with somebody after they cheated on you? I did. And then I found out that he had a baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's why, that's why I learned my lesson. Like, if you already gave me a red flag, it's only so many red flags I'm going to take. Mm-hmm. I, I can't. I can't stay. But what if you're dealing with a situation where it's like... Um, females, y'all know that intuition, but we mm-hmm. don't have evidence. Like, the vibe. You can feel it. He doing little yeah. weird stuff mm-hmm. at night. He answering the phone. Probably Ooh. not the whole night, but he, he getting missing at all times. His patterns ain't adding up. Mm-hmm. But you don't have evidence. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometimes, too, that could be he. I don't know. He might not be cheating. Maybe he going through a phase. I don't know. You know what's crazy? <laughs> you know what's crazy? You said that. It's funny you said that. My brother said the same thing. My brother was like, not trying to be funny. Some mm. people weird. Some yeah. people, their actions will make you feel like they cheating. And they But not. they really not cheating. Mm-hmm. They just weird. Like, they don't know how to communicate. They probably just have moments when they space out from everybody. But it's like... And then, too, when you go through that stuff, like, when you get into another relationship, that might be a good person. But because you've been, like hurt before you looking at them like oh nah my ex used to move like that i know he doing the same thing but he probably not so so the moral <laughs> of it is if you don't have evidence he not cheating i ain't say that <laughs> <laughs> just be smart nah my whole thing is no for for because one of my older friends i used to always go to her like when we'll talk about this relationship situation so whatever we have been in and she'll always say like if you feel a certain type of way about something say nothing that's say true. nothing Just because learn. the more you speak on stuff, the more a person's going to understand and pick up on the fact that you picking up on stuff that they doing. Mm-hmm. And she was like, and in due time, the more you speak on things, the further and further out your opportunity of whatever finding out whatever is not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So just be patient, be calm, act like you don't know nothing when you really know a lot of stuff and everything you need to know reveal itself. But that's so hard it because... Is. When you dating somebody, when you like a person, you emotionally driven because yep. you love them, you care about them, you like them, whatever your phase is at that point. It, it's, you have a lot of emotions for them for you to even want to be in a relationship with them. So it's like, but that's hard to sit there and just peep little stuff and be like, okay, I'm okay. That. I, no, I'm not. And I'm very vocal. If I see something, I have to speak on it or it's going to bother me. And I don't like to sit there with that on my heart. Me too. <laughs> I'm like too vocal. Like, like. Oh my gosh, it's bad. But one thing I don't do, mm-hmm. I, I'm not like I'm vocal, but on certain aspects I'm not vocal. Like for example, if we sleep in the middle of the night, your phone ring, I ain't the type to be like, oh, how you? <laughs> like no. I don't do that because my whole thing is, you heard the phone ring. This is how I heard the phone. I'm the type of person. I'm gonna see if you finna say who it is without me even saying who it is. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, it's like, okay, okay, I'm gonna charge that. Mm-hmm. Or if it's something weird. You in a situation like the phone ring, it's a girl calling him. And you got to walk you, away. You want to you wanna snap <laughs> y'all in the car. So he can't walk off mm-hmm. in the car. You want to snap, but then you want to just peep the vibe. See if he going to answer the phone. See how the conversation going to go. go. He mm-hmm. answer. Then it's like certain situations, you do got to just be quiet and be humble. Or if you blow up, everything could just be turned on you. And oh my gosh, if you're dealing with a very conniving person, mm-hmm. you flipping on them can make them be mad at you and the whole situation got switched on you just because you acting off impulse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so now you sitting there like I stuck never said with that. no answer, no resolution <laughs> to the problem. And then now he mad at you when all actually everything just played in his favor or her favor. And then you stuck on stupid. Mm-hmm. And this is me really preaching to myself right now. Because Lord knows, <laughs> listen, I am so emotional. Like, What's your sign? I'm a Leo. Hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Your birthday this month? Yeah, my, my birthday August. August oh, okay, 7th. August. 7th. I'm I'm like emotionally driven with my friends, relationships, my mama. Everybody know like I'm either on ten or one. Mm-hmm. I don't have no five or no six because it's just like I'm very passionate and being passionate that could be good and bad. Yes, yeah. you could be doing too much for stuff where you don't got to do too much, and then sometimes you doing too much at the right time, but it's still the wrong time. Mm-hmm. So you just like overly expressing overly extra because everything with you is driven by emotion and mm-hmm. that's like not that's not healthy all the time so that's how sometimes i really gotta just be quiet and just be like let me just see what he gonna do mm-hmm. let me see how he gonna handle this and in the past when i don't really been quiet things really done revealed itself and then it's been times i don't talk so darn much yeah, nothing came out no but it's just, I don't know. So do you feel like, you feel like definitely after fidelity, mm-hmm. don't try to be with that person again? It also depends, too, on not necessarily history, but the situation. If y'all have kids together, by all means, you got to try your best to work things out, though. Not saying, like, for example, like T.I. and Tiny. They got a whole family. I can't tell her to just, you know, leave your so man. I'm <laughs> so sick of him. But I can't tell, like, you know, leave your man. And y'all got... A family together to raise like it's it's a lot of stuff that play into that. I just feel like um, depending on the situation, then you depending determine on you, yeah. the situation. But that don't mean like yeah, go ahead and cheat. I know he ain't gonna leave me or she not gonna leave me, but just be smart. yeah. And then not trying to be funny, y'all. Like some people really go through bad patches in their relationship. Like I'm a I I don't witnessed it. I don't been through it, and mm-hmm. that don't mean it's the end of y'all relationship. Like what some exactly people, do you mean by a bad patch? Though? Um, like the communication just off. Like y'all going at it. Hell, he probably talking to somebody. Hell, you don't caught him doing something, mm-hmm. or you don't caught him in a situation, but y'all was just really bad, or probably not even probably not even that intense. You probably didn't even catch him doing nothing, but y'all just horrible. Like mm-hmm. the communi- every time y'all talk, y'all snapping on each other. Y'all can even go and get a freaking burger without arguing. Mm-hmm. Every time the conversation getting shorter like mm-hmm. it's just really feel like it's to the end and a lot of relationships go through that and that does nothing but make y'all better or worse like when y'all can survive a storm that's gonna be the name of this episode oh, surviving a storm, the storm. if y'all could mm-hmm. get through that y'all could y'all really gonna be able to get through anything because everything is not just gonna be perfect i hate when people tell me that they don't argue in their relationship or they whenever somebody, somebody tells me that it make me feel like somebody cheating or yep. it's like you really don't know that person. Nope. Like it, it's 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 something going on that's beneath the surface that they're not talking about because mm-hmm. nobody is never going to argue. Exactly. Nobody is never like even friends. Friends argue all the time. Exactly. Lord knows, I I child. I argue about things that I care about. If I don't care about you, then I'm not going to waste my energy to argue. Yes, yeah. exactly. If if I'm just really just like passive, like okay, every time you do something, like because I. I done talked to dudes and I was in a relationship with them and I was just like, okay, about every little thing. Because I knew in my mind, we're never going to be together. Yeah. This ain't nothing serious. <laughs> like, so okay. But when I'm saying, okay, that's when you should be worried because mm-hmm. that's not me. So, um, and just like, ultimately, what are just some advice, some tips you can give, especially since you've been in such a long relationship on when things go bad, like how to get past them or just ways to survive after the storm, after like turbulence and problems in a relationship honestly um i say i'm a fighter i've dealt with people who will easily give up and be like all Me right F it. you've dealt with that too no but i'm like that so i'm like a fighter. Oh, a fighter yeah if i if i want this to work i'm gonna try my best like i'll call you every day if i have to even if you block me or you don't want to answer i'll send you messages sometimes i feel like um maybe a night out of the house is just 
sometimes people just need a, a different, like a change of scenery, mm-hmm. clear their head, and um, I don't know, just try to distract them from whatever the problem is, and just act like everything is perfect for that moment. Then hopefully things could, you know, rekindle. That's my advice. That was so nice. <laughs> but no, I'm still not married yet, though. I don't get it. Yeah, hey, y'all been here for nine years. Like, <sighs> if you're listening, you need to get on that. <laughs> Get on that beat. Let me tell y'all a story because I always give real life stories. What? My brother, and I don't care if he's listening, Uh-oh. he just proposed to his girlfriend. After how long? Brian, we ain't proposed to Shan. I'm saying like he talked. Um, <laughs> just in Christmas, Christmas, that just passed. They get married next June. Mm. They've been together for like nine, ten years. And I never forget last year he told me he was from Posta. The year before that he told me he was from Posta. And he just kept prolonging it mm-hmm. and then me and her were talking one time and she was just telling me like all her friends be like you so stupid for being with somebody that long yeah. and he ain't proposed to you yet da, da, da. but they finna get married y'all and it's like sometimes people just not ready like I don't know it's, yeah there's no time limit on that but in a relationship it's very rare that both of y'all ready at the same time mm-hmm. and even if both people appear to be ready it's somebody hesitant they just not speaking on it mm-hmm. cause it's like but I don't know. It's just hard. But the best thing I always, in them situations, even like, for example, when one person want a baby, the other one don't. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to just let time, time reveals everything. Because yeah. if it's not meant for y'all to be there, y'all ain't going to be together. But just because it ain't meant for y'all to get married or have a baby at that moment, that don't mean it's never going to happen. Exactly. But can you see yourself marrying a boyfriend? Y'all been together this long, so. I know. I can. Yeah. When he make me mad, I'd be like, Ugh. But I can. Do y'all have a baby? No, no, no. I don't have no kids yet. Y'all have no kids? Mm-mm. Y'all have like, that's a long time. I know. Y'all could have like a nine-year-old right now. <laughs> no, he want kids, but not yet. Oh, my gosh. That's a long time. I know. I just want to be um set in my career because right now I'm going in every direction. I'm just trying to figure out what's going to work for me and not. So. so just like let us know, Talia is a singer. Yes. So I remember I saw on your social media that you you, you said you like quit you quit working right? Yeah, I don't work. So mm-hmm. you pursue singing full time. Full time, and um, I do makeup. So I work out of a shop for myself. Oh, yes. what's mm-hmm. your makeup name so we could add you, follow you? Um, it's the Makeup God. G A W D. Okay, okay. So it's like, what made you really just like full time, twenty four seven, want to be a singer? Um, that's just my happy place, honestly. Like. Nothing else satisfies me. I cannot work for people. I tried it. I only had two jobs my whole life, Macy's and Saks Fifth. I couldn't do it. I got a call, actually, to go to The Voice in 2015. And then after that, they had to terminate me because I was gone for so long. I was like, I can't go back to 9 to 5. That whole asking somebody to request time off, and I like my freedom and making my own So how did everything go when you was on The Voice? It went good. I made it through. I made it onto the TV, and then I didn't... Of course, I'm not still on the show, but I actually have an audition that I'm preparing for. They asked me to come back this month, so Aww. hopefully, <laughs> let's all pray for right, Talia, please. please. We're gonna be voting. <laughs> yes, on the 25th. Do you vote like on the phone? Because I never watch the voice. Um, yeah, you vote on the phone once the live. Listen, y'all, start. I'm one of the people I do not like them dance and singing shows. I don't know why, but I never watch them. <laughs> but I like. I tune in on social media, mm-hmm. but I don't know what it is. Like I'm a Netflix. And oh, movies at it. Mm-hmm. So when I watch TV, it's very rare that I'm watching like a show unless it's something like that I could go back and watch later on. Mm-hmm. But I'll tune in. And um, just 
I don't know. So you said right by now, it's just like you pursuing your career full time. Do you feel like that sometimes alters things in your relationship or just your love life in general? No, it doesn't. Mm-mm. Oh, so you're dating somebody that's understanding. Yes. <laughs> yeah, oh. it doesn't. So when when you decide, when did you decide to like pursue singing full time? Um, it had to be after I I made it through the voice. 2015. It had to be there because I had a vocal coach and everything. I was going hard, but then. I had a situation with some people in Atlanta, and it kind of discouraged me because it was some shady business being done. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of fell back from music a little bit. That's why now I'm like, you know what? Let me get back into the swing of things. With Miami on the scene, like they really on the scene right now. So, just trying to get my stuff together. You know, it's crazy. You mentioned the whole um, bad business because Seth was on here. Hey, Seth! Shout out to you. Seth was on here two weeks ago. When mm-hmm. Seth was on here two weeks ago. And he was talking about how he just had a Netflix and an HBO deal for his um, music to be played on a show mm-hmm. on the Liberty City Warriors show and mm-hmm. to some other show. I can't think of the name right now, but yeah. And um, we were talking about bad business, like contracts, like just being an artist and getting into the really big stream, the mainstream of business because they will really blackball you. They will really yes, lowball you. They will really do anything, everything to you because when you got money, you could do anything. Yep. And he was just talking about just different, he done had to sue some people, just different things he had to go through. And he was just like, don't ever be afraid to speak up for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, don't ever be afraid to get a lawyer. Don't ever be afraid. Because people will try you. Like, That's hell, the best advice Cash Doll just went through something like that. And I love Cash Doll so much. She was in a bad contract for like, I think two years, a year. So and now she's busier than ever. She's out of it. Mm-hmm. She, she, you could tell because before it was like she had so much talent, but she not able to do what she want to do. Now she can, she got full control. Because I remember I saw a lot of people was comparing the stallion to Cash Doll mm-hmm. and just saying how it looks like the stallion skyrocket. Cash Doll, she hasn't been out that long, but when in all actuality, Cash Doll really couldn't do that much. Can't. And I, I still, I don't know. I kind of feel like they two. I don't want to compare them. They're not two different kind of rappers, but. They have two completely different flows to me. And two different audiences. Like, there's people who really like Cash Doll and there's people who really like Megan. Yeah, so it's just yeah. like... But I, I love both of them. Mm-hmm. I really, really do. And Stallion, I like I like her confidence. That's what really make me really, mm-hmm. really like her. But Cash Doll, like, she got the look. She always come with the outfit. Right. She always come like she... Once we get Meg a stylist, we're going to be... Oh, I just said this yesterday. I'm, <laughs> I, I, no disrespect to Meg, but I'm really tired of the boy shorts and panty bras. But I think that she's... Look, she's from Texas, so they... Beyonce from Texas, too. But remember when Beyonce first came? Remember, uh, uh, remember all that? <laughs> remember but how I she used know, to dress? She, well, she got a stylist, too. Like and she, was, she yeah. was involved in the game from when she yeah. was younger. So they, they had singing coaches for her. Beyonce came up. like They prepared her to be a celebrity. That's so... True. Meg, I'm pretty sure she just been out here dropping freestyles and stuff, and she mm-hmm. really blew up. So it's gonna take a while for her really to get. A, think about Cardi. That's true too. When Definitely. Cardi first came out, she still had that chip. She was just <laughs> on social media making videos on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Then she went and got her teeth fixed, and she was on Love and Hip Hop. But she still wasn't like swaggy. Yeah, her Cardi is one of the not. best dressers I know right about now. Mm-hmm. And it's like that was a true definition of a glow up, <laughs> like glow up. Meg got the voice, she got the look, she got all that. She just needs to get, like, probably a real strong team behind her. Mm-hmm. But even then, I still feel like she got a good-ass team because she released... I thought she released the album. Everybody keeps saying that's a mixtape, but I, I really thought that was an album. It was an album, The Fever. They said that's a mixtape. It's, it's labeled as a mixtape on, like, oh, when wow. you go on blogs and stuff. It's not an album. She wasn't even, like, she literally released that right after she got signed. She released a video. She on BT. She doing all this she stuff. She working hard. Literally. And yeah. it hasn't even been a year yet. Nope. So she it's like, hard. 
she her grind is really really i salute her i salute cardi because i'm pretty sure it's so hard being in this industry and cardi gets a lot of negativity yes yeah, she does and she still she tries and nikki we love you too but carisha getting that right now too um city girls everything she does they have something negative to say yeah because she's from miami mm-hmm. and she's labeled as ghetto and mm-hmm. it's like but it just shows you colorism is real mm-hmm. and i oh Whenever I talk mm-hmm. about this, people get mad. But colorism is so real because everything that people hate Carisha for, Cardi do the same thing. Mm-hmm. But due to the fact that Cardi is Hispanic and she light skinned and she has more so of that look, everybody is not bashing Cardi like they bash Carisha. And it's yeah. like, Carisha's doing up, but being herself, Cardi is being herself. I'm so. Because mm, mm. <laughs> I, I, I hate when I talk about that, people get so mad. Like, how people try to make light skinned and dark skinned girls hate each other or they try to put everything like a light skin light skin dark skin topic and it's it really shouldn't even be that mm-hmm. that's a slavery mindset because back in the day that's what they did the slaves hmm. they made the light skin slaves feel like they were better because they was light put skin. us against each other exactly mm-hmm. and it shouldn't even be that nope like when everybody attacked chris brown for what he said oh man i spoke about this yesterday <laughs> it's like do you feel like he was wrong i understand what he said i think he said something about what he said? Um, he wanted a girl with good, a black girl with good hair. Is that what he said? Yeah, he said. I and then he know. said something about lace wigs too. I think he tweeted something. I about think that. he said, "Yeah, black girl with good hair." I would have felt more offended if he would have been more specific. Like, I want a girl that don't have like four C hair. But him saying just good hair, like it's like, what is good hair? What is good hair? <laughs> Let's really like. I really, I really wanted to ask, what is good hair? Mm-hmm. But it's like people just want to attack Chris Brown. Anything he does. He and not trying to be funny, like, I know people get offended when guys say they only like light-skinned girls or mm-hmm. dark-skinned girls, but that's their preference. And it's so funny because their mom be black as ever. Right. And they be saying they want to date a light-skinned girl or they want to date a Hispanic girl. But some women, they do that too. They be like, I only want a tall boyfriend or I want a Hispanic man or I want a white man. Women do it too. Because hmm, I have a family member, she don't date black people at all. And she's, she's like black and she only date Hispanics and whites. And that's just that's so like different. like me. I never. I would never. I'm not saying. I don't know. I don't ever see myself like dating a light skinned guy. Like seriously. Like a red boy. Or yeah, like a like, red. Like I'm not saying I have anything against light skinned people. Nah. Like I don't. You just like chocolate. I don't talk to light skinned people. I don't. But me like being serious with you. It's like. <laughs> That's not what you're attracted to. Yeah, because I don't know. Light-skinned guys, they give me feminine a little bit. I'm Pretty so sorry. Boy. Don't, don't Pretty attack boy. me. You're right. Yeah, it just give me like, eh. <laughs> like, Even when I have seen like really rough-looking light-skinned guys, mm-hmm. it just gives me like... I feel like they're in the mirror more than me. Honestly. Yeah, like, see, like they, and then light skin, and for you to, when you're a light skin, you have to really have nice skin because mm-hmm. you can see everything. everything. Yes. And it's like a dark skin. I'll be fine with an average-looking dark-skinned guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but life life is funny because I write my really. <laughs> I write my really. <laughs> let, let me be quiet. I watch the dark skin man. I said, "Oh no, be calling us average." <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, I know some really handsome dark skin guys. I'm sorry, you guys. But um, y'all know whenever we get to the middle of the show, I didn't even tell you we do the "What Would You Do" segment. Oh, so yeah. the "What Would You Do" segment is supposed to be you. Um, you could think about really, really random, really, really crazy, really, really off the wall question for our audience and for me to answer. You cannot tell me ahead of time, so you could think of something right about now. Um, I'm not sure if you ever like tuned in to previous episodes, but people don't have some really crazy questions that they came with. Like, what would you do if you found out 
your parents wasn't really your parents and your parents were like some millionaires or something like that or what would you do if you could take your significant other private part off when you're not around just crazy stuff just crazy stuff so the what would you do spotlight is on to Leah this evening so what is your question for this evening um okay I don't know. I don't think it's something from a movie. What would you do if you walked in on one of your parents with your significant other? Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's stuff that you see in movies or TV shows. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, like hey. your mom with your boyfriend. Oh, Jesus. Oh my gosh. Um, dang. Oh. I think my initial reaction would be to get mad, realistically. Mm-hmm. Get mad, start snapping. Um, but that would be a definite no-no Ooh. after that day. Like, we would never talk again. Like, you and never. Mom? No, me and my boyfriend or whoever it is. So like, what's the conversation like with your with mom? With your mom? Oh, God. Dang. It'll be a different dynamic with me and her, but of course I'm never gonna not talk to my mom and my dad. But mm-hmm. it'll be a different dynamic from that point forward because it'll be like I can't bring nobody I'm dating around you, mm-hmm. and that's weird because you're my mom or my dad. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, what would you do in that situation? Probably the same thing, but I don't I don't know if I'll talk to my mom again. I'm not gonna lie to you. Really? There's gonna be a real like it. Well, I probably would, but it'll be a while, like a good while. Very good while, maybe a couple years. I don't know because that would be so awkward and nasty and just like, ugh. Like what? How did this even happen? Oh my gosh, that was really crazy. That was that was that was like really. It was a TV show I watched. I think it was um, Star. It's another music show like Empire. I never watched it, but everybody tell me it's it's good. good. It's good. And the the girl she walked in and her boyfriend. Well, her mom was trying to hit on her boyfriend, but. You know, he was trying to push her off, but she just walked in at the wrong time and seen them kissing. So it was like a, I hate my mom for the rest of my life. And he like, no, you got to talk to her. You know, at the end of the day, that's still your mom. But that's so she still really was with the boyfriend. Mm-mm. No, no. Oh, mm-hmm. I was gonna say what? <laughs> oh, I was gonna say like what? I never, I never ever watched that though. Never. But I'm it's always hearing. I'm always hearing like it's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, well, y'all know as we get close to wrapping up tonight, um, I was gonna say something really funny about a show. Dang, what show is that? What show is that? What show is that? Oh my gosh, I just had a brain fart on on while I'm recording. What show is that? You guys ever seen um, what's the name of the preacher show? Greenleaf? Oh, yeah, with the church. Oh, my gosh. Okay. This is crazy, but y'all know how they always have this stigma on black families a lot because it's not white families. that I don't think that's white families that go through this. I'm sorry. I could be wrong. But it's always like a family member. And a lot of families that have molested or did something to kids and everybody's kind of like shunned about it. Mm Mm-hmm. This is random, but when you was mentioning shows, I thought about that because I'm just like, that's something that's crazy that they touched on on the show very often, but it happens in real life a lot. And it's just kind of like, I really want to do something for um, just people who have, like, just experienced 
just being molested and just different things like that who's open to talk about it because it's like that's so true and this is really really random but when you mention something about a show I swear I thought about that because I always tell people Greenleaf is such a crazy show but that stuff really do happen it's based around the church it's a show about a guy that's a pastor but it's just all this stuff that's going on behind closed doors and that really does happen like it sounds crazy but I swear to y'all like I don't know. I have, I've had friends, and I know people personally who have experienced that, and it's like, I don't know. If y'all know somebody that's going through that right about now, and no matter how old you are, no matter when it happened, you should tell somebody. It's crazy, yeah, it's but it's true. it's never too late to talk about that. It's never, ever, ever too late. That was random, but God put that on my heart mm-hmm. to tell y'all to that. No, for real, because mm-hmm. when you said something about that show, I swear I thought about that, and I, I made somebody watch Greenleaf for me one time. One of my friends, and she was like crying. She was like, this is so good. And it's just like, you should watch Greenleaf. No, I did. This. Oh, you did? Yeah. Wasn't that crazy? Show. Yes. I didn't watch the new season. And then, um, what is it? They Well, they finished season three now about, you know, Kevin being coming out being gay. And, ooh, the, I don't know how far he got. So I, don't I came to that part already. Okay. Well, but then I'm, and then when he Grace cheated on the wife, him. what happened with Grace? I think Grace found out that that's not really her father. <gasps> I didn't see well, that alert. I'm sorry. I didn't see all my... Yeah, that's a new season. Sorry. <laughs> you know, the last season I watched is when What's the Name came out gay. and um, that's, I think that's two. That's With Charity. And then I remember I watched the first episode of season three, or like the second episode, and then for some reason, wasn't the pastor cheating and he started cheating? Yeah, he was. She and then out. something happened to him and the lady he was cheating with. They started hating each other. Mm-hmm. And then she, he needed her for money It was actually um, Latoya Luckett. That's Latoya Luckett. Yeah, Latoya Luckett, but also he, the wife found out he was cheating with her sister, Oprah. I yeah, figured Oprah that. I figured that. But I felt like something was going on with Grace, too, because they always treated her differently from everybody else in the family. You notice that? No. Like, anytime she would make a suggestion, the mom would always, like, put her to the side and go with what everybody else was saying. So yeah, it's like the mom acts like she hate her. Mm-hmm. And that's why, because she was, she, she was the baby that came out of him cheating with the sister so that's not really um that's not really her mom that's what oh mm-hmm. but what's name just raised her yeah oh that's mm-hmm. why she always was so mm-hmm. close to her auntie y'all was all jumping the room jumping the room was like that too she Wait, found out that aunt, she found out her aunt was her mom. but i, I could have saw that miles away yeah i could have saw that from across the street <laughs> yeah i'm like oh my gosh mm-hmm. y'all she just told me i gotta go watch greenly tonight <laughs> i gotta really tune mm-hmm. in oh my god i love that show it's good. Oh they need to hurry up and bring it back. Listen, y'all, I am a Netflix addict. If you guys listen. Did you watch Stranger Things or you don't watch stuff like that? Of course. We finished that and like we finished that literally like two days after Fourth July. Okay. We could have finished it Fourth July and we didn't have to go nowhere. We just I sat there the whole day and watched it. I didn't cry. I feel like it should have ended better. It should have. But I was sad for Alexi, the right Russian man that don't speak no English. Oh. I was sad for him. Do you feel like Harper's alive? I don't know. There's no way he could have survived. I that. think he's alive. Um, I was I was watching because I'm I'm always reading like these little blogs. I watch Netflix shows because mm-hmm. it's people who really sit up all day and argue about Netflix shows. And they were talking about how you never saw the body. You did. And then they were talking about how if you noticed when it went off and it came back on, and they were in Russia in them jails. Mm-hmm. And then before they opened the, the jail to let the guy out to go feed him to the dog, mm-hmm. they was gonna open the other jail cell. And the guy was like, "No, not the American." He said that. The, the mm. subtitle said that. He was like, no, not the American. And what then he, episode was that? 
the last episode. I gotta watch that again. I I'm not that sure. Part. Yeah, because a few people did tell me after it went off. A few people told me they just cut it off. But if, when it went off, if you left it, I the saw subtitles came on. Later. Huh? Something about three months later when the girl was moving with the mom. Cause no, but it wasn't that. even that. Like, literally, when the subtitles officially went off, the show went black and all that. Mm-hmm. It literally went black for, like, a minute. It showed all the titles and all that, and then it came back on. It was like a spoiler at the end. Not the American. Yes, okay. and then it showed them. It showed um, the camera go to, like, Russia. It was, like, in some prison that was in the middle of nowhere. It was freezing. And then it shows some guards about to open up a jail cell. And they talk in their little language and the subtitles on the bottom. And the guard, the main guard, yelled out to the people that was opening the cells. He was like, no, not the American. It had to be hard. So then they, they, they walked past that cell and they opened another cell and they pulled out this Russian. And then the guy was like, no, please, please, don't take me, don't take me. I don't want to go there. And they was dragging him to the back. You were trying mm-hmm. to find out what they were dragging him to. And they dragged him to, like, this back cell. And then when they threw him in the cell, they locked it. And then they turned this thing to open this, um, to open, like, this, like, a door mm-hmm. in the cell. And they had one of them little Demi, them dogs. They kept them. Yes, they had one of them. And they <laughs> using it to torture people. Ooh. Them things are disgusting. And I was just like, oh my gosh, that means season four yeah, is going to be like so crazy. I ain't, I, I know I'm not supposed to like Billy, but I really did. He was so fine. It's like I had a love hate for Billy, <laughs> but then when I when they show everything with his mom, I ain't gonna lie, yeah. it made it made my whole narrative towards him change. Yeah, I was like, Dang. that's why he is the way he is. He was so angry all the time, and that's why mm-hmm. his dad was just nothing but a bully. Yeah. I know that really hurt. And it shows you no matter what, Max loved him. Like, no matter how he treated her. Because she really took it hard when she she died. I would have been happy. He was so nasty to her.